This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need to know what's happening, it's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Dukes and Brian Baldinger. Back for another edition of In the Huddle. Carl Dukes put him up. My man, Brian Baldinger. Dude, you've been working all night. I mean, did you get any sleep last night no, after the no, draft? Not really. Not really. <laughs> I mean, but this is what I expected, though, Carl. So, I mean, it's that time of the year. Fans are... Like, players are as interested in this as the fans, the teams. Like, we're all plugged in. So, that was a big night last night. Kansas City put on a great party. Um, it was a lot of fun to sit right here. And, you know, for our Odyssey listeners out there, Carl, like we, uh, Jason and myself, Jason Lockin for that is myself, like we went through every pick, had a bunch of good people from around the Odyssey world with podcasts coming in. I, it was a lot of fun. It was five hours, and then there was a bunch afterwards to do. But it was it was a good time last night. There's nothing bigger than the draft, guys. Baldy and I have been talking about it. Jason Lock on four, part of this podcast as well. We put out new episodes usually on Tuesday and Thursday. We told you we'd be back Friday to recap the draft, but we've got a special guest to start the show today, and I'm pretty excited about it. Now, I got to say this. He is former Carolina Panther quarterback, Pro Bowl quarterback, Jake DeLome, but as we introduce him, Baldy, I got to say this to Jake. He balled out in his Super Bowl. I mean, <laughs> he should have won the Super Bowl. I mean, people forget Jake DeLome threw for 323 yards and three touchdowns. And I was at that Super Bowl, Baldy, and I'm like, they're going to win this thing. Yeah, Jake, it's good to have you, man. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. And I know we got a lot of questions for you, but I'm going to put that out there, man. It's been a while since I've had a chance to see you. I wanted to tell you, I hope you th- uh, you're doing well. The family's doing well. How things been, man? Things are great. And uh, yeah, you know, I, it's funny. I relived that Super Bowl yesterday. Um, I flew into Charlotte. We had a big draft party last night and we asked, we had to do a podcast for something that will come down the line on Panthers.com. And it was all about the Super Bowl. It was like a seven part series. And, uh, you know, you go back to it and it's like it's still it feels like yesterday. And I mean, we're going we just passed our 19th year since the Super Bowl, and it feels like yesterday. And what I can't understand is that I've been done for 11 years now, and Tom Brady, we're still not sure if he's done. So that bothers <laughs> the crap out of me. That, yeah. that really bothers me, man. Well, Jake, let's start with the Carolina Panthers pick last night. There was a lot of speculation. Baldy and I have been talking about it. I don't think we bought into the rumors of other guys escalating and, and taking the spot of the number one overall pick. But once the pick was made, tell us what you think about Bryce. Tell, tell us how you felt about Carolina's process because this was an ongoing for weeks and everybody said, oh, well, he's too small. And I'm like, Jake, I just never got that. I think this is the perfect pick. How do you feel about it? Listen, I, I love it. And the excitement, you can just feel it. Uh, in Charlotte, flying in yesterday, you felt it at the airport yesterday morning. Um, 
I was able to head out to an OTA yesterday and kind of catch the team. Um, and because it's a new head coach, they can have that the early OTA. And uh, you just felt it in the building. And then certainly last night, um, it's like a rebirth. It's like this team has been given a new life because truly I don't, this is not a, a, a first overall pick talented football team. And that's why we were the ninth overall pick. And then we traded up. This is a team that has some talent and Scott Fitterer, the GM had basically said that we're trying to build a team so we can get a quarterback and plug him in. And he's a guy that I, I have a feeling Carolina targeted for a long, long time. It was the process of how do you get up to number one or possibly two um, and came out yesterday. It sounded like Houston was going to go to one and then Carolina was going to go to two with Chicago. And then things happened. And within an hour, I believe on March the 10th, is when it all came down on a Friday afternoon. And then the Panthers get number one. And the thing that hurt, you do lose DJ Moore. But to be able to go up from nine to one, obviously assets had to be given away. And uh, and that's hard because DJ had did everything right. First round pick. Um, he's what you want. You sign him to another contract. So it's a uh, it was a lot to give up. But if you get it right, we all know that. If you get the quarterback right. That's a, that's a decade. It's a decade of you have a chef a chance, at least a decade every year. And so very happy with the pick. Uh, certainly nothing against these other quarterbacks, just maybe because where I'm from in Louisiana, SEC dominates. And so you watch so much SEC. I've seen a ton of Bryce. And this guy's just magic, man, just watching him play. <laughs> and yesterday, um, before our event, Nick Saban was on at the draft. And it's funny – we all know Saban won't pull any punches and certainly his, he wants his players. He will pub them up, but he's not afraid to give some criticism. And he basically said he is Steph Curry. That's what he is. He sees the, the field like Steph Curry. And, and that's the thing that I think was so great watching Bryce this year. I thought two of his better games were two losses this year playing in Death yes, Valley yeah. at LSU. That's I don't have to tell you LSU. It's difficult, especially at night. And both teams were just playing great at that time. He brings Alabama back to tie the game and to get him to overtime. LSU wins in overtime. They go for two and, and they get the win. So he doesn't get the ball back. But just watching him in that environment, the, how loud and just in the pocket, two hands on the ball, protecting the ball, moving, field vision. And then against Tennessee mm -hmm. in Knoxville, Tennessee's finally starting to kind of come back. So it was just a raucous crowd. And I remember sitting in the hotel in Charlotte. We were playing the next day, and he's ch making a check. Late in the game, he changed the protection. He slid the line the other way. He made the running back, Gibbs, I believe, moved to, from one side, changed his route, and they ran an angle route. And Bryce stood in there, saw it perfectly, and unfortunately Gibbs dropped it. But it was the perfect play, the perfect everything. And then he still got the team down for a, a attempt at a field goal, and they missed it ultimately. But those two, that's what kind of drew me to him. That, the whites in his eyes, you didn't see him. That, to me, is when a quarterback is in total control. Jake, I, I believe from the day that Carolina made the trade, they knew who they were going for. Like They made the trade to get to number <laughs> one to make sure, not to two, to get to one, to make sure they get – now, they did the diligence and all the other guys. We saw the pro days and, you know, Josh McCann, all the guys out there, you know, meeting and greet. They had to do that. But I felt like when they watched – because, like, Bryce Young, really, he didn't work out the combine. He didn't throw. Had a little pro day, threw a little bit. I just felt like he said, I'm standing on my 27 starts. 
Like you want to see how I play, just go turn the tape on. If you if you want to question my speed, watch guys just chase me all over the field in any game I played in, including the final game, the Sugar Bowl, right there in your, you know, in New Orleans against Kansas State, where he was just flawless. And I just felt like I almost feel like Jake, as much as people wanted to try to knock him down because of his size and his frame, I feel like it works to his advantage because of his suddenness in the pocket, his maneuverability. If he was 6'3, 230, he probably is not going to be able to move like that. And I just think just the sudden moves to parry a punch, just to avoid the rush, um, I feel like that is a big part of his game. Well, I think it's a huge part of his game. And listen, I understand the size. I totally get it. And I was a six foot two quarterback. It wasn't like I was a six four, but I watched for years a little six foot quarterback in New Orleans named Drew Brees <laughs> crane crane his neck because yeah. Drew would crane that neck when he stand on back. his toes, Jake. Stand on his toes and, to make the throw. And he just knew what avenues to be able to throw, which angles, and he would maneuver he would maneuver the defense with his eyes. I mean, he would manipulate the defense with his eyes. It was looking here, shoulder shrug here, going back, and just knowing. And I've seen tall quarterbacks get passes batted down all the time. Yeah. And I understand the slight frame and everything. But I truly believe this. I don't think he'll get much taller. But I take just my own experience. I didn't redshirt in college. I was a 175-pound freshman. So I played four years, 175, 185, 190, 195 as a senior. My rookie year with the Saints in 1997, I got up to 225 pounds. I started shaving more than once every two weeks. I just <laughs> grew up. I just, I think Bryce, he, he's a baby. I, he, they still, weight will eventually start to come on and understand the pounding aspect. But let's look at big quarterbacks who've had some injury issues. Andrew Luck retired because of injury issues. If you ever look at Andrew Luck, that's a grown man. Yeah. That's Jack. That's Jack Campbell, the linebacker from Iowa. That's what Andrew yeah. Luck looks like. Yeah, you know, uh, Carson Wentz had some injury issues. A big man, Cam Newton. Certainly, he's different. He was kind of his own uh, man. But big guys get hurt too. So you I think you're right against injuries, Jake. He knows it. how to move in the pocket, pre, post snap, and just his. But one thing, his off script playmaking ability. That's something that stands out. You watch him make plays against LSU. You know the the NFL talent that's on the LSU defense, mm -hmm. and you can see them coming around with two hands on the ball, maneuvering in and out of the pocket, and still have the ability to see and kind of navigate down the field and make plays. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are joined, guys, here on the podcast, in the huddle, Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes, Jake DeLome, Pro Bowl quarterback, Carolina Panthers, and we're talking about the draft last night. It was amazing. And again, kudos to the NFL, man. They put on a show. It's just, it's great, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if it's Nashville, Kansas City, Vegas, 
It just is a show. And Jake, I want to ask you if there was something that you could go back and tell your younger rookie self or your younger quarterbacking days in the NFL that you're going into the league and, and some advice that you would give because that's what these young guys are going to need, right? C.J. Stroud, Bryce, um, we know Will Leviston get picked last night, and I do want to get to that. But these guys that are now, Anthony Richardson, I don't know how immediately he plays, but the Colts took a chance and went with, went with him at four. What would you tell your younger self coming into the league? Now, I know you were undrafted, but it but it still matters to have that that perspective. What would you say? I think the biggest thing, and I was so lucky. I had a couple of veterans along the way that – they were able to show me the way. And I, I, I'm telling you, Bryce, coming here with Andy Dalton, I, I like that can't, that's a perfect scenario. But it's not just An Andy. He's so insulated. And I'm going to go back to the – he's so insulated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Frank Wright, Josh McCown, played forever. Thomas Brown, I don't know if you've ever talked to Thomas. He's pretty damn impressive. Mm -hmm. You know, we I, just speaking with him yesterday and just watching them out at practice, how he calls the place, he, watch, watch him. But Jim Caldwell, are you kidding me? Here's the a, a, a senior assistant. I mean, just I, I just think he's very well insulated. And as a young as a young kid, especially a young quarterback, you just come in and you work. You show up early. You stay late. You work. You earn the respect of your football team. That is the most important thing. No you know, I'd like to think I earned the respect when I played. I worked. I kept my mouth shut. And then once you maybe I don't want to say establish yourself. You know, you just your personality has to come out. And then Cam Newton. Cam Newton comes here. We were totally different quarterbacks. But Cam came in. Yes, we understand. He was the first overall pick, freak of nature. But all the guys, I never played with Cam, but everybody I talked to in Carolina, they were like, hey, this guy plays hurt. This guy shows up. He stays late. Like, mm -hmm. he puts in the time. He puts in the work. When players talk in that regard about a player, they give everything for that guy. They give any and everything for that football player. I think you see that in Philadelphia. I think Jalen Hurts, just watching yeah. his progression. Like this kid, I watched him two years ago uh, in Panther Stadium, and Philly was just okay, and Panthers had – they were going to win the game by four minutes left. And sure enough, Jalen never turned the ball over. Uh, Eagles block a punt, and Jalen, boom, gets him in the end zone, gets the ball back, time runs out. And then you're just watching his progression. Just keeps working. He signs this contract which is so brilliant, smart by him, and was the first thing he said. There's so much more work to do. And that's – and when you do it, it's one thing to say it, but when you do it, mm -hmm. players see that mm -hmm. and they just follow you. And that's what these young kids, they all need to do. You just put your head down and go to work. Just go to work and everything else takes care of itself. Let's let's get back to um, just the quarterbacks that were taken. We saw three out of the first four go, Jake. Uh, sometimes these guys get overdrafted. What, when you – watch these guys and you evaluated them. Was, was there a big difference between Bryce and CJ to you? And then when you get to Anthony, like, is it boom or bust? Or is there a better chance with today's game, the RPO game, the, the way that you can structure plays now, a little bit different? Um, tell me about the difference between Bryce and CJ that you saw and then what Indianapolis got with Anthony. Well, I, listen, the, the Bryce, I just – I, to, I, to me, he had everything you want, except he's a little bit slight. I mean, that, yeah. that's that's the knock. The thing with Bryce, beautiful passer of the football, and this is not his fault. He played with that's four first-round pick wide receivers. Mm -hmm. I mean, Chris Alave, 
is gorgeous watching him run around. Garrett Wilson for the Jets. They got a better uh, receiving core than any NFL team. <laughs> Smith, and, Smith and Jigba. And then everyone you talk to, all they Marvin talk Harrison. about is Marvin Harrison Jr. So it's not his fault, but he played really well. And I watch a lot of his games, not a ton because of travel reasons in the fall. And, okay, he doesn't move a whole, a whole a great deal. Then he plays against Georgia, and it's like, who is this guy? Right. I mean, this is the NFL defense he's playing again. So that made me – because I always thought it was Bryce and then everybody else. And that made me say, wait, this guy's different. Um, but, you know, if there was a knock and it's not his fault, he played with superior talent on the outside. And that's not his fault. Now, Anthony Richardson, um, 13 starts and – I just think the biggest thing for him, we all know the freakish ability, the inconsistencies on some easy passes. That's one of the things that bothered uh, bothered me some with him. But then again, we saw Josh Allen not have the big, uh, com- the high p- completion percentage coming out. We've seen him progress as a quarterback. But what a great place to go where Shane Steichen just left Philly and they had the Jalen Hurts model where they can run the ball and things like that. And then Jalen has just con- – consistently progress so that's where anthony and then will um you know there's reports of a toe injury and we know he played hurt last year and um just wasn't as consistent i think as he was as a junior now that could be due to maybe trying to do too much and all quarterbacks at some point will fall victim to that and uh but other than that i don't know if there's some other question marks why he fell so much you just kind of thought big strong guy like that would be taken the way quarterbacks um, get taken. So that's kind of how I, I had him rated. Um, and nothing against the Stroud. I just think I held that against him. And that's probably wrong. But Bryce, I know Alabama has good players, but I just don't think they were the Alabama that we've seen with the rugs, with the Waddle, with Devontae Smith, all that just massive talent around. Jay, can you tell, like, you know, I, I kind of made the comparison with Bryce to Joe Burrow. Obviously, there's a difference in size. But can you tell watching games and even in the, in, in, you know, in the film room, if guys process information at a higher rate than other guys? Because, I mean, that's, that's clear that's what Burrow does better than anybody else in his business right now. He doesn't have to run, move around, extend. Can you tell watching a guy how quickly they can process? And if they are, they know exactly what they're looking at. I think you just watch their feet, Brian. I've always I've always said that. You watch a yeah. quarterback's feet. A quarterback's feet is married to his eyes. And those yeah. two kind of tell you. And it's funny you say that about Burrow. Um, Joe Burrow doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, he's great in the pocket. He sees it. He makes checks. But when the play breaks down or he moves, it's amazing the plays he still makes when he's moving and doing that. And he's not known as this crazy runner. He's a really right. good athlete. And I think you saw a lot of that with Bryce. Uh, some of the clips that we've seen against LSU where they're just bodies flying around them, two hands on the ball, in and out, and then all of a sudden, boom, down the field for a touchdown. I think you see that with Joe Burrow. And that's something that, you know, is back to the pre- and post-snap command. That's what those guys have. Uh, kind of privy to a lot of Joe Burrow information at LSU. One of my best friends was the quarterback coach uh, for Joe for two years, George Munoz. And, uh, it, you know, it sounded like the senior year there was one protection. And Joe just changed it where it needed to go. So when you have a quarterback, and then, yes, he had some great receivers. I, I, I get that. But when your quarterback can just kind of control everything at the line of scrimmage and put his team in the best possible situation. And we've seen Joe translate doing that into the NFL. Jake DeLome, our guest, guys. Jake, a couple more things for you, and we're going to let you run. It's a pleasure to have you on. 
Uh, you're going to get a chance, I'm assuming, to talk to Bryce at some point today. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm excited about it. Well, listen, and I get it. I mean, like you said, the, the city's kind of been reborn. I just want to talk about clutch. You were clutch. Is this something that you gain with confidence through quarterbacking, or do you think it's just something that these guys have? You talked about Bryce in the Tennessee game. Guys, they lose that Tennessee game if he doesn't do what he did, right? I mean, if he's not making those plays, and I'm just using it as an example. I think there are guys that come into the league, Jake, and you know that they're clutch, but can you develop that? Because you were one of those guys. Listen, I think that's an innate gene. I'll be honest with you. I just think guys from a young age, um, I just think they have it or they don't. And it's to me, it's the ability to not make the game bigger than what it is at that moment. You just pl play the game. Don't make it bigger than what it is. Like when everything gets loud around you, you got to keep it quiet in your in your mind. And mm -hmm. it's funny, Peyton Manning said something years back. They played Tampa on a Monday night, and they were down by maybe three or four scores. The game was over. And they came back and upset them. And one thing, listening to Peyton in the post game, because I just I loved quarterbacks. I just like to hear. And Peyton said, I couldn't score three touchdowns on one play. I just had to play the play. <laughs> and that's the mindset. Like, if you're down 10 with four minutes left to go in a game, you can't panic. Hey, we need a touchdown and a field goal. Just play the play. And he always said Tony Dungy told him something that made him change his mindset. Tony Dungy said, yeah, we play our Tampa too. He said, because quarterbacks are not patient enough just to take what we give them, to take what we give them, to go down the field. And he's right, and that's mm -hmm. hard. And that's something where those quarterbacks is just through preparation. And you got to understand when it's time in a game, you got to make a play. Just trust it. Don't, don't, you, you can't see things before they happen, so to speak. You can't, like, oh, I know this is going to happen. You mm -hmm. have an idea, but you have to have a pre, you have to have a post snap, you have to verify. And that's something that those, the great ones, I just think they do. They don't get rattled. Like, like Mahomes, I, I, it's 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 a gift. It's a God-given gift. I think guys are just born with it. Mm. It's great stuff. Jake, we appreciate you, man. Uh, I'm excited to see what Bryce is going to do. I know we're a long way from the season. There's a lot of right. work to be put in. But just the vibe right now and, and where this is going to go with these young quarterbacks, and this is, again, we're talking about the next generation. A few years ago, it was Burrow and company, right? And now this is the next guys that are going to come along. So excited to see what happens. Looking forward to getting a chance to talk to you again soon, Jake. Have a great day, and congratulations to the Carolina Panthers. Well, there's certainly excitement. And like every team in the NFL, some people are extremely happy. Some people are upset. We just don't know. I mean, <laughs> I just go back. Donovan McNabb was booed as the pick in Philly. J.J. Yeah. Watt, people really – who who are the Texans draft? I they mean, like, him, they booed him too. Yeah, so, like, we, we just don't know. We just hope. Yeah. But that's what, that's what makes the NFL so great. You just don't know where that next one's coming from. Jake, thanks again. Take care. Be safe, my friend. We will talk to you soon. Thank you, guys, man. Y'all take care. Okay. Right. See you Jake soon, Jake. Home. Take care, buddy.